This episode of Fever Talk was brought to you by... Finger Wedges. Finger Wedges. Uh, the place you go to when you want to wedge your fingers into things. Like if you have a bag full of coins or a, a, a pocket full of grains. Finger Wedges can organize you all sorts of really satisfying places to wedge your fingers. To, expect, to ex- get a special 10% discount on your next order, uh, use the discount code... Fork and beans. Fork and beans uh, to get a a special uh, Fever Talk listener discount on your next purchase. Uh, Now on with the episode. That was probably my first one so far. Your one now. My my poorest one. I think it was my first one. I liked it. All right. So, uh, folks. Fever Talk. Fever Talk. Uh, Our unofficial uh, intro (laughs) theme song. Um, We are in a hotel. Yeah, we are. Uh, so we can't really afford to be in right now. Hardly. <laughs> we booked Hardly. it. We booked it in, in better times. Um, <laughs> the times would be fun. Like if I had just gotten paid. You know, but I'm I'm still broken, and I thought I would be at this point. Okay. Because I yeah. did. I ended up working less hours. We knew we were cutting it close though. That's we well, we were doing it because we got a little bit of uh, like of Christmas money from your parents as like a gift, a Christmas gift. Right. And um, so we thought, okay, we'll put this towards because uh, we never took a honeymoon no we've never taken a trip just for the fun of us taking a trip like we've had taken trips that were very fun but it's always been either to visit your family my family or a convention yeah so yeah. We've, it's never just been for the sake of going somewhere together it's always yeah. been for an ulterior motive so yeah. to speak <laughs> and uh and then ulterior motive spending time with family yeah and then because we eloped in oyster bay in new oyster york long bay. island um, we spent our wedding night on the flight back yep. um, from uh, New York and then also like just went straight to work <laughs> like, when we returned so we never had a honeymoon or anything like that yeah. so uh, we thought that this being uh, the anniversary of their second year anniversary uh, of our marriage um, that we would like go away for a weekend together and I don't think we really did anything for our anniversary last year uh, we went for a meal did we? I think we did. Pretty sure we went for a meal. Okay. I think that's when we went to the meal on Capel Street or something like that. Was the Italian place? I think that's where we... The Italian place run by all Asian people. The one on Capel Street? Yeah. No, no, I think that was for my... Um, that was for my birthday, like, before we got married. Oh, okay. Well, I feel like we went somewhere for... Okay. We went, I, th- I think we went for dinner. Yeah. I have feelings, strong feelings about this. <laughs> Not very accurate feelings, but <laughs> strong feelings, um, which is just the whole U.S. political system. Um, but uh, yeah, I kind of um, I'm glad that we we were doing this. Me it's too. been fun. It's been so relaxing. But I'm also super broke right now, and we're spending so much money on just food, <laughs> which has been great. Oh my god, who knew? What's the name of this chipper chain? The Carries. Well, I knew oh it would be good. Oh my god, can I just say, wow? This is not a sponsored. Uh, <laughs> Message. But seriously, that was good. Yeah, so it's just like a, a, a typical Irish shipper. For our foreign listeners, because we have quite a few American listeners and stuff like that who listen to us, who don't nece- who might, may or may not know about what a chipper is, because mm. you we had to try and explain this to people recently. Yeah, and people, it's really hard to get if like you don't know. If you don't know, now you know. Yeah, or you don't, because you don't get it. Right, so uh, how would you... When was you, what was your first experience with a chipper? Ah, uh, okay. So I feel like when I lived in Berlin, there were a lot of 
kebab places, you know, mm. that were that were kind of drunk food. So okay. that sort of maybe introduced me to a certain type of, of drunk food. I mean, no, because, like, in New York, the drunk food would be, like, pizza or something. Um so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you don't really do fries as, like, a late night, no. like, unless you go to McDonald's or something. Yeah, right. And you certainly don't do these big, thick chips. So, I don't remember, but it must have been at some point in Dublin. Right. So I you don't, don't remember, you, you don't remember your first chipper I don't remember experience. my first chipper, but I do remember on my way home when I used to work on Cable Street at Slattery's, I would I would go to the chipper often on my way home. Okay. Get a, get a veggie kebab. So, yeah, veggie kebab is your go-to yeah. in a shipper. And, like, let's be real. Like, I I do call myself a vegan because most of the time I am a vegan, but I'm a fair-weather vegan or, as you like to put it, which I think is very true, a highly corruptible vegan. So, yeah. like, a veggie kebab is not vegan. Like, I'm, I'm just, like... Well, it's just because they have that, like, one sauce in there that's probably got, but like... But the kebab, like, the, the stuff that's in there, I doubt is vegan either. Like, there's probably, like, egg in that, but I'm just, like sometimes you know <laughs> well the idea is is that like you're trying to be as good as possible about yeah, it right like you don't really eat meat like no, you just don't not at all no like I, as long as i've known you you've never eaten any sort of cow product yeah right right but i guess occasionally an egg will slip in there um yeah but it's, sometimes it's really hard to keep an eye out for that shit yeah because yeah. there's a lot of foods that, like, you don't... Like, especially if you go to anywhere where you're eating out. Like, if like a chipper or something like that. Like, and some of the times the people in the chipper couldn't tell you if there was fucking egg. Yeah, and that's <laughs> the thing. It's like, I'm, I'm able to maintain being a vegan 99% of the time by not being a vegan, like, 1% of the time. You mm. know, that's like... I, if I felt like I had to be perfect about it, I don't think I could do it. Well, also, like, what I don't, I don't understand the idea of, like, giving up a thing just because, like, it's difficult to do. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of people who go, like, you know, oh, like, like, why bother being a vegan if you can't do it 100% yeah, of the time? Yeah, it's like, if I can't be perfect, then I'm not even going to be try to try to be decent. Yeah, like, well, that's it's what like, it seems but like. it's still a way better effect on the world. That's what I think. Thank you, baby. Yeah. Thank you for being supportive of my... Well, yeah, because I did the no meat, like, day a week. I did yeah. one day a week with no meat. And I thought that was very cool. For two years I did that. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Uh, and uh, I appreciated it because, like, you know, it does have an effect. People will, like, I've had people say, like, oh, it doesn't have much of an effect. But, like... But if everybody did that... Every little helps. That's the point. It's, like, I, I don't... In and of itself, it's not an awful thing to eat meat. It's just that we consume way too much of it. And yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. So you just have to, like, reduce So it. if everybody ate less meat, then everyone could eat a little bit of meat and things would be sustainable. Like I know. But some people are really, like... They have, like, a weird, shitty, like, people attitude towards it. People have such a chip them. on their shoulder about vegetarianism and veganism. Like, yeah. I, I find... And, like, vegans have, like, a reputation for being super aggro. But, like, I've never... And this is my own point of view but I've never seen an aggro vegan but I've gotten a lot of aggression for being a vegan or for not being a good enough vegan but the people who yell at me for not being a good enough vegan are never vegetarians or vegans themselves mm. yeah it's weird yeah it's a weird thing um but anyway um so we're here in a hotel room yeah we're drinking whiskey yeah we we ate takeaway on the bed and sorry to the cleaners for the mess that we made on those sheets the buffalo sauce yeah we got a lot of buffalo sauce and things um, but uh, we've had we've been away for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. we haven't podcast recorded in a little while since New Year's Eve 
Um, it's been a busy So it's time. been three weeks. Yeah. Uh, so I guess it's a catch-up situation for, for people uh, who follow our lives. Uh, and good for you if you do that. Um, so uh, one of the main reasons why we haven't been around is because uh, my dad was in hospital. Um, now, everything's okay. Uh, he's fine. He's back home. Um, he's probably driving my mother up the wall as we speak. Uh, but he had uh, surgery to look at an aneurysm in his chest. Well, not even look, remove an aneurysm in his chest. Uh, and for those who don't know, who, like I didn't know really at first what an aneurysm is. It's essentially, it's a type of like vein that's swollen. Is that what it is? I didn't know exactly what it was either. Yeah, now obviously there's probably a technicality here where like even vein might be the wrong word to use. Maybe like it's a artery or something like that. So that you it's have not to use. so much a new thing that shows up as just like a swelling in existing. Exactly. Okay. So it's not like a tumor in that right. sense. Right, okay. So it's like a vein of yours, but it may be like on an artery or something like that. Again, I may be getting technical specificity of it wrong because I can just, I can understand the simple part of it. So it's a th- it's a tube that carries blood in your body, whatever specific one I don't know, um, but it swells, mm. and so um, it creates almost like what's the opposite of a bottleneck? Do you know what I mean? I it, don't it just cre- it creates an area where like more blood can like swish around in it. Okay. Because it's swollen, right? Yeah. Um, but the thing is, if it swells past, past a particular point, um, it can burst. And if it bursts, apparently you die within like seven seconds. No matter what, like... An no matter where it is anywhere. on your body. No matter where it is on your body. Because it, tr- it transports so much blood, if it bursts, you're just, you're dead uh, within seconds because you just bleed out like you can't become there's nothing they can do for you after that point like essentially so uh, you can't get to the hospital in time you can't do anything you're just dead and so the the key to it is is finding it before it bursts and being able to monitor it now apparently these things grow like 0.1 of a millimeter so like a very small amount per year and they have to get to past like 5 millimeters why to be a problem mm. and to be worth operating on and my dad hit that point with his one yeah because he had known about it for almost three years and so they had sort of been checking on it yeah to see if it got to that danger zone yeah they found it because of a separate problem that he had in that area that made them aware of his aneurysm and so they would be monitoring it for a while but apparently when they operated on him and they had to when they sealed him back up after the operation they used 50 staples uh, so it was a big ass fucking like you know basically from the like the the what's this middle the sep it's like the not, rib septum the, it's the bit, <laughs> you know what we mean yeah it's like the uh, bit between your nipples where yeah. your rib cage kind of like comes together yeah. and stuff like that that little dip between your nip, between right. your, your pecs um, from there down to basically his crotch line almost like where really? his belt it's line all the way down there all the way it's like they actually the funny thing is the, the, the scar like goes around his belly button so that it's like straight down to his belly button yeah. and then they kind of cut around it and then down again so it's kind of like it's very, I don't know I found that very funny when I saw it because <laughs> uh, I guess you just can't go through the belly button I guess not you just have That's to go around the belly button yeah I thought that was very funny yeah. I was like oh it's an immovable <laughs> object um, so uh, so yeah So when, but when they cut into it apparently they saw 
little bits of blood around it so uh, like it was ready to blow at any moment so they got to it just in time and it was like a five hour surgery apparently Uh, I thought it was longer but I think there was a a, that's because I think it started later than I thought Mm. it did Um, but uh, yeah and he had a quick recovery and it's all good and everything's fine they just replaced it with a new brand new tube that they put in instead of like the 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 human thing that was there before Mm. and uh, it's all good in the hood but uh, for a while there it was scary because he was given all these like terrible uh, stories from doctors who are trying to cover themselves legally so they're basically saying like they're giving you every possible terrible scenario that could happen in case it does happen and then they were covered because they told you about it Uh, even though they're incredibly unlikely like these things may have only ever happened once in the history of medicine but they have to tell you it's a possibility of happening just in case which is a weird system because I get it they don't want to get sued but at the same time you're, it's terrible patient service to freak them out like that yeah, before going into a, a surgery. Yeah, it's not a bedside manner. No, it's not very comforting. No. Uh, so it was very worrying Especially going into Especially the way that it was done, it seemed like, the, the way they des- your parents described it to me, it seemed like, you know, every hour someone new was, like, pulling back the curtain and being like, by the way, this could happen. Yeah, you could have a stroke. Yeah. Uh, but then an hour later, <laughs> someone else would come by and be it's, like... It's quite possible you could lose the loss of your legs. Yeah. Like, the lose the loss of... Use, lose the... <laughs> I'm a drinking whiskey. Lose the loss of your legs. Yeah. You lose the use of your legs. Uh, so, yeah. So, all those sort of things are kind of like, you know, uh, hilariously terrifying. And uh, so, yeah. Well, the whole time he was in hospital waiting to get surgery done and all that kind of stuff, we were just freaking out. So, going there after work and stuff like that kind of wore us out a little bit so we didn't really have uh, we didn't really have it in us to do some silly banter on a microphone Uh, so that had us away Uh, but yeah I posted a little bit thing about it on Instagram a lot of people were very nice and reached out to me I want to thank all of them Uh, I have hopefully thanked most of them individually Uh, there may be one or two that I missed out on if I missed out on getting back to you especially all the people who left comments on Instagram I didn't really respond to each one individually Mm. Uh, no it was very much appreciated but I was also not in a headspace where I was able to talk to a lot of people very clearly Uh, so I'm just I'm thanking you now uh, via podcast which is the way of the future. <laughs> um, so that, that was what's happening. Um, but in better things that happened, uh, I have a list of things I'm catching people up on. So if you remember things, you throw them in as well, all right? I, but I made a list last night. So hospital was number one. Number two was basketball. Because I started playing basketball. Oh, that's right. I thought you were going to talk about, like, watching basketball. No, I wouldn't bore people to tears. That's what my Twitter is for. I bore them there, uh, where I talk about, like, my 3 a.m. freaking out about the Nets winning a game. But, um, no, I, 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 I had a thing where I talk. I probably think I talked about it here on our New Year's Eve podcast episode where I said I wanted to get fitter. Yeah, you may have, may have even mentioned that it was going to be basketball. 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 Bas- am I? Would they really say which area would they say basketball? Basketball. Uh, growing up, I would have said it like this: basketball. Basketball. Yeah. So they wouldn't would say basketball. Like, basketball. Is that you know. a Jewish voice I'm doing? 
I don't think that's a real voice. I don't think anyone would. I don't think anyone would have that much of like a pitch variation to I say just, like a, like basketball. Basketball. I just feel like if I was watching like Family Guy, I feel like they had like a Jewish stereotype on that where he spoke a little bit about oh my 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 I've got beard like gears. I've got beard gears. I've beard gears. <laughs> I watched the basketball. <laughs> like does this South Park had like a stereotype character like the one. I think it's when, like, non-Jewish people put on a Jewish accent. I think that's Probably. what it sounds like. But I think a lot of Americans would change the vowel sound from b- basket to basket. And I certainly would have when I was younger. Yeah, because it's that thing. You made me very hyper-aware of it. <laughs> uh, of, like, the, the marry, marry. Yeah, marry, marry, marry. Marry, marry. Marry, marry, marry. I couldn't even do the marry thing. I was saying marry still, because that's how I pronounce it. Like, if we're getting married... Getting married, yeah. We're getting married. Right, because that's how most Americans say it, getting married. Married, which is, like... It's an E. It's clearly they're saying an E. Like, how do people not notice but they, this? They, they don't do the R sound. They don't do... Like, that's why they call you Aaron. Most American accents, they don't say R. They can say ah, yeah. but they don't say R. They which is why, it's why your mom freaks out when I say bar. And she's like, no, it's bar. And I'm like, no, it's not. Well, no, no, no. In that case, she's the one who's right. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a different sound entirely. That's R. That's like the vowel sound in my name. But I'm saying bar. Like, I go into the bar. You're p- placing it close to bar. I'm saying bar. You're saying in between R and R. Okay, like, you think the vowel sound in our name is the same, don't you? Darcy and right. Aaron. It's not the same. R. Uh, am, I, am, I da- am I Darcy? Are you Aaron? Where are you getting the O for an Aaron? My name is Darcy. Darcy. It's not Darcy. It's Darcy. A-R. R. Darcy. Where are you getting Dorsey from? It's not Dorsey. Dorsey. It's not Dorsey. Darcy. Darcy. Yeah. But you're saying Dorsey. <laughs> I'm saying Darcy. Darcy. You're saying, and I think it's cute. I Darcy. like the way you say it. You're, you're saying, saying, you're already pronouncing yeah. the R. Darcy. Well, Darcy. Darcy. You gotta, you gotta lead into that R. Darcy. You gotta lead into it. Folks, you think that we're being really idiots right now. <laughs> this is a lot of the conversations that we have in our personal life. So much of our conversations in real life is down to like, no, you're not pronouncing it right. <laughs> uh, and neither of us will really budge on these things most of the time. But, like, it's a different vowel sound in my name and yours. But they're the same letters. Yeah, but, but baby, it's English. Like, the same letters don't always make the same sounds. But I don't see... I don't know anyone else who doesn't pronounce it Darcy over here. No, when you say it fast, it sounds totally fine. And, like, you're not fully saying Darcy, but, like, you're, you're placing it between... I, but I could be fucked up now at this point, because I've lived with you for so long. I probably don't even say it the way I normally say it anymore. Maybe. Because I end up just talk, talking like you sometimes. That's not how I talk. <laughs> well, but no, like, how you talk is, hi, baby. <laughs> what you doing? But like, Darcy, Aaron, it's different sounds. Um, you know what? I'm moving on. Okay. We're talking about basketball. Uh, so I play. Wait, wait. What is this song? There's a song that's like, playing basketball. There's no way that's a, that's a thing. 
that's the thing. And it's like, playing basketball. You know what this probably is? I bet you this is from a soundtrack from like a shitty movie. I think it is. And it was made for the movie. I think so. Like, I don't think it would have was released as a separate single. But I've had that song like low key stuck in my head ever since you started playing basketball. We gotta look that up somehow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how we're gonna do that. Ask Siri, I guess. <laughs> okay, so we were asking. <laughs> speaking of pronunciations, uh, we were asking Siri earlier on. Well, I say we. Darcy was very much enjoying asking Siri very silly questions. Yeah, I was. Uh, but we figured out that Siri does not know how to pronounce vagina. She always says vagina. Vagina, and. So I know there was a thing going on Twitter recently where people were asking, like, what word did you not know how to pronounce? Uh, because you only saw it, like, being, like, you only ever read it. Mm. You never heard anyone say it out loud before. So when you f- said it out loud at first, you were saying it wrong. Yeah. Uh, so, so for Siri, that word is vagina. Va- vagina. <laughs> vagina. Vagina. <laughs> so for our listeners, if you have a word yourself that you were pronouncing wrong for years and didn't realize it, uh, please let us know. Um, I know one for me, and I can't remember how I originally pronounced it, but uh, you know that phrase, much to my chagrin? Yeah. I didn't know it was like a soft, like, sh. Oh, you thought it was cha. Chagrin. Chagrin. Yeah. Much to my chagrin. Much to my chagrin. <laughs> um, See, for me, that was the opposite. It was like a word I heard, and then if I had, like, went down and tried to spell it, I would have been like, uh, S-H-E. Yeah, who knows, like, like chagrin. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know, like, where that word comes from at all. Like, like what is a chagrin? Yeah, what is your chagrin? I know what the phrase means, right. but, like, yeah. it's a. I would, would you ever use it outside of that phrase? There was this movie with Amy Poehler, and she said, to my great chagrin, and I really liked that, but that's the only variation on that I've ever heard. <laughs> um, wait, I had a word like this, and I still struggle with it, and I put the emphasis on the wrong syllable all the time. I'm blanking on it right now, though. What other words were people mentioning? Um, oh, reputable. Did I say it right? Reputable? Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I, when I first said it, I said reputable. Okay, yeah. Well, it's yeah. very similar. Yeah. I think someone said liaise was one that they struggled with. Okay. Because uh, they also, like, they, they would struggle to spell it now still, but when they were read it for the first time, they thought it was a different sort of pronunciation. Yeah. So I get that. But, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't remember the other one. So, yeah, for the listeners, uh, drop them in our comments uh, what ones that you didn't get, and uh, we'll read them out on the next episode. I remember I was in, like, my English class in high school, and we were reading a play out loud, and the word was finite, and this boy, and he was a very nice boy, his name was Luke, he pronounced it as finite instead of finite. Nice. And yeah, I thought, and I thought, I was kind of like, oh, is that maybe how you say it? And my English teacher was disgusted with oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah, she was a real bitch about it. <laughs> I just remember that. I remember there was, so, I, I was in primary school, so I would have been about, like, ten, maybe, at this age. But I was reading this fortnightly, uh, like, book kind of thing so it was like there was a, this was very common when I was a kid and it still happens to this day where there'll be every two weeks a magazine with like bits and bobs would come out 
and they'd be all themed on different things. So like, for example, there's dinosaurs ones. And every week there's a new piece of a dinosaur, like, skeleton that you can put together. But they'll also tell you facts about different dinosaurs and stuff oh, like that each, so cute. each like, week. So it was a kind of, like, a collection, but also, like, an educational thing. Aww. And I remember when I was a kid, because I always loved, like, you know, medieval fantasy stuff. I was always, like, super into that. So there was this one, which it was, like, set in this, like, medieval fantasy world where, like, elves and stuff like that were on an adventure and shit like that. And uh, they were fighting, like, giants, like, you know, spiders, like, Shelob and all this kind of shit. But they'd give you little... What's ca- a Shelob? Shelob is, like, a uh, a mythical creature, but, like, an individual mythical creature. Like, that was the name, like, Shelob. Okay, like, that's her name. Yeah, I think it comes from Lord of the Rings. Um, I think it was a Lord of the Rings, like, baddie. But basically, like, she's this, like, giant, like, spider. Mm. Um, and I think think there's like a real myth of like of a, of a giant spider having like birthed the world and all this kind of oh, stuff okay. like uh so like there's all these mix of like real myths with like you know these fantasy ideas with them and stuff like that uh isn't there something never mind continue okay so uh so you get little cards of all these different like you know like mythical creatures and then You'd get like little bits and bobs, and but then it'd be a story, continuous story that you could read each time that it comes out. So it'd be part one, part two, part three, and all that kind of shit. And I remember I was reading one of them. I brought one of them into school to like read at like lunchtime or whatever, because there's always a little bit that give me to read. So I had it on my desk, and one of the teachers was walking around while we were like doing an essay or whatever, and they saw this and picked it up, and they said like, "Do you mind if I read this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, go ahead." And they kind of like were reading it, and then like I remember seeing them like him reading it, and then looking at me, and then called me over to their desk, and then started saying like, "What's this word?" And I would say it's like you know chagrin or whatever, yeah. like first thing that came to the head. And then they'd be like, "Okay, what's this word?" And I'd be like, "Oh, finite." And I'm like, "Okay, and what's this word?" And I remember it being like a kind of like a word of like that was difficult to pronounce. Like, like, I'll just say, for example, onomatopoeia or whatever like okay, that. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I can't remember. It was like a, like a four-syllable word. Yeah. And I remember stuttering over uh, the word a little bit. And, uh, but I knew it. Yeah. I just stuttered over pronouncing it. Right. Um, I was like, so I was like, onomatopoeia. Like, I kind of did it like yeah. that. And he kind of had this, like, small grin of, like, Mm, yeah okay and then handed the book back to me because he's basically seeing if I knew all if I actually understood all the words in the book he thought I was reading at a higher level than he thought I could okay and, and then so, what when you when, when you I started st- over the word he was like that's what I thought like, he was kind of like, <laughs> he was kind of like you know like yeah like I figured like you know this is probably a little bit too high for you, level for you because I couldn't pronounce the word like properly and I that stuck with me to this day because I always dick move like what the fuck was like his point yeah because like I people in the class were kind of like twigged what was going on and were watching me and I was like they kind of said to me afterwards is like that was weird and I'm like yeah this is like I know how to fu- I know what that word means I just yeah. stumbled over saying it and they were like no I get it it's a weird word to pronounce and uh, so like they knew that he would they all knew he was testing me yeah, in the class yeah what the hell yeah it was a weird thing. Um, that stuck with me ever and I'm still to this day I'm kind of a little bit mad about it like, yeah why would be too yeah it was always a weird thing but uh, it was but it was the first time as well that I kind of had ever twigged that I might be smart mm. do you know what I mean like, what age were you 10 did you say about that yeah. yeah because you don't I, I hung around with kind of smarter kids mm. because they were nerds and so was I and that's how we bonded 
but uh, I was never very good at school because mm-hmm. I hate doing homework and I'm not very good at tests. And um, and also, I get the sense that you didn't have parents who were like, you need to get all great grades. And they didn't put a lot of pressure on me, no. Yeah. They really didn't put a lot of pressure, which I appreciated. Yeah. Uh, I really appreciated that. And you also didn't put that pressure on yourself. You were just like, no. I'm here, I'm doing my thing. Yeah, I kind of like, I, as long as I didn't fail, I was happy yeah. enough. Um, I was happy enough with a C, put yeah. it that way. Um, but uh, yeah, but it was the first time I ever twigged that like, oh, I'm, I was doing something that he was surprised that I could do. That must mean I'm probably reasonably smart. Yeah. Uh, and so like, that was my first kind of thought of like, oh, maybe I'm not a moron. <laughs> Aww, you thought you were a moron before that? Well, I thought because I struggled at school. Okay. So I just thought like that I wasn't like great. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I didn't think like, oh, I'm one of the smartest people here because yeah. I never w- was the best scores in the class yeah. like ever. So especially when it came to maths, I was always bad at that. Mm. Um. But yeah, so that was always a, a bugaboo that bugged me. A uh, bugaboo that bugged me. <laughs> Bugs. A bug's life. <laughs> Bug story. <laughs> Bug spray. Okay, we'll keep going. Um, so yeah, so I played, ba- I played my first game of basketball with my team, my new team. None of us knew each other. We're all like people who were playing basketball for the first time in 10 years. And I won. I scored, I scored four points. Playing basketball. I played about like... I'd say a maximum seven minutes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was very happy with that. Um, so that's the thing that happened. And then oh, we played man. We played another session of D&D. Yeah. Um, and I promised our listeners that I would keep uh, with the D&D updates. Yes. So last time you couldn't really remember what happened. Yes. This time I fully remember. Okay. Do you... Because I was on a Wednesday night, so I couldn't get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and how, how was it for you this time playing it and not getting drunk? Because this is the first time you really played D&D without getting drunk. Well, I had a beer. <laughs> okay, but still. But still, no, I wasn't drunk. Oh, it was great. I loved it. Yeah, it was probably my favorite time ever playing. It was a really fun session. Yeah. Okay. And so, like, did you did you feel more awkward because you didn't have a few drinks on you? I didn't, but I think that was because I think part of the reason I I wanted to be drinking the first time, and maybe this this kind of fed into each other. Like the first session, I thought was sort of just a lot of for me anyway, like establishing my character and who she was, and there was right. a lot of. But the f- funny thing is about my character Gar- Garatina. I think she's already learning a bit. Like I think she's already like learning. A little bit to like shut her mouth and not to be such a bitch because like she kind of got a smackdown in the first session like a couple of times by a couple of people. People people were quite rude to her. Yeah, so I think she's already kind of like copping on, and so this was a very like action-packed session. Yeah. So for that, like that doesn't you know you don't need to be like loose for that. You're kind of just like figuring out what you're doing and rolling. Yeah, and like there was like you haven't had much experience with like using because she's a sorcerer. Yeah, but the great thing is like. All everyone we're playing D and D with, we're all sort of on the same level, so we yeah. none of us are like afraid to ask questions or whatever. And we're at a low level right now, so there's not too many spells, too many options that it's so it's not overwhelming. Also, a lot of the spells and cantrips I picked, I now realize are useless. So that's helpful because <laughs> I only have like two things that are really useful in okay. fights. So it's easy. So it's it's like by the end of that session, I was like, okay, I know how to use what I have pretty much. So I probably want another session like that before, like, leveling up and adding anything. Yeah, and uh, there will be more of that sort of stuff before you get a chance to level up. I'm doing, for those who are more 
D&D savvy, I'm doing the milestone version of leveling the guiles up. I'm not doing it by accumulating XP. Uh, What's XP? Uh, experience points. Okay. And um, so. And what's what would be the milestone version then? Uh, so you get to a certain point in adventuring where I feel like you've done enough things that you deserve to level up to the next stage. Essentially, I'm I'm almost keeping a little bit of a mild track of XP on my side of things. Well, right, but what was the what would be the XP thing exactly? So the like for if you get like say for example I'm gonna pick a random number six hundred experience points. And how do you get the experience points? So. So if you defeat a bad guy yeah. or you unlock a, a difficult puzzle like okay. basically you, you're given a task to accomplish with D&D a lot of it is defeating bad guys yeah um, which will you know, we have any puzzles or anything uh, eventually okay. I'm I'm working in aspects of like you may discover more things happening whether or not you roll a high enough percentage or per perception uh, okay. at a certain point. Okay, cool. Those sort of things at the moment. So not so much puzzles, but like you may figure out more things that are happening or you may not mm -hmm. at certain points right now. Uh, puzzles are more for if I set you, put you into like a dungeon and you're searching to get to a a hidden artifact and like they'll be hidden behind puzzles and stuff mm -hmm. like that because that's that's more that sort of thing mm -hmm. uh, and I, I don't see that happening anytime soon no but uh, so we're in the woods right now so we're in the woods for, for those to catch up on people we, we set you a mission where you were hired to help a man and his wife uh, find their missing ch two missing children in the nearby woods and uh, he's gone to lead you as far as he could track their trail uh, it involved staying overnight in the woods so he was too scared to stay in there on his own because the woods are considered to be haunted and dangerous uh, and, and you have stayed that overnight stay now you've went into the woods with him you came across a bear randomly um, and you guys blew the shit up out of that bear uh, and then uh, when, as you were camping overnight uh, you were ambushed by uh, twig blights needle blights and fine, vine blights and my best moment of the night was when my fatal blow to the needle dick I like shocking grasp his dick. His needle dick. Yeah. And it killed him. Yeah, that was the, the final blow for that encounter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, one of our party members died. Well, she went unconscious. She went unconscious. He, this is sorry, true. it's a female player, but the character is male. Yeah. So, yeah, he went unconscious. Uh, he was pantsless. He was wearing nothing but a metal corset and yeah, a wolf he, pelt. Yeah, because he was woken up in the middle of the night for this ambush, yeah. Uh, but and he made, a, like, a risky decision, you know, that didn't pay off. That's what what happened, right? They, like, they, yeah, they had basically, they Brew uh, ran to try and, like, hurt one bad guy, but left another bad guy to do it. And so that uh, the vine blight, I believe it was, got an attack of opportunity on them, right? Um, and um, and killed them <laughs> in the weather. Oh, it was, a, it was the, the 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 not the twig blight, the other one. Then what? The spine blight. What was it called? The needle blight. That was it. No, the needle, needle blight. blight. No, 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 that's a needle dick. He was over there. Like... No, but he was the one that killed Brew. He was. Yeah, because he he fired uh, oh, his needles and, right. and took okay. Brew down. Okay. So Brew went down. Now, luckily, you guys 
finished the fight before we got round to uh, Brew's first uh, death saving throw. And usually this means that someone's able to revive the the, 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 the fallen character and bring them back to life and everything's good. But this is when it, your party realized... None no, of us have any healing powers. No. Even though we have a wizard and a, and a sorcerer, somebody thought... But at this <laughs> level, I, do, could, I didn't have any options of spells like at my level. I don't, And I don't even know if there is options anywhere near here for you guys. I, looking at level 1 and 2, there are no healing spells for mm. either one of you. So, Because uh, that's what usually what more of a cleric or a paladin does. Mm. Um, so, uh, so luckily... Um, Brew uh, succeeded on all their death saving throws and so uh, he came back to life and uh, with one hit point and then because you got to take a long rest uh, <laughs> but that we were very very close to losing a party member in your like essentially your first real fight and that would have been heartbreaking because Brew is I mean we're all important right but like uh, we already had like players claim not to ever want to play the game again if that person goes <laughs> yeah. down I was I was threatened uh, that I had to bring them back to life uh, otherwise they were leaving but luckily like his saving throw he, like he got it right away almost like, the, I think the, the rolled, three were the, the three successful three, three successful saving yeah. throws yeah so they were, it was fine he was not meant to die it was not his time no uh, but uh, yeah that's a, I, I found that was a really fun kind of wake up call to the three to the four of you is that this was like this shit you, is serious you could you, there's no like you know do you want to continue button like yeah. you could lose a character and not get to play them the again the stakes are high uh, so that was fun but yeah everyone seemed to get into it you know it was the first like like you said fight sequence that you, any of you got to do was yeah. D&D so uh, I it was, was so nervous much fun I'm looking forward to next time yeah which is in a couple of more weeks so uh, so that yeah we ended there uh, and then there so the next bit from here is like new ground because the guy the, the dad uh, Kean his mm. name is he hasn't ventured any further than this point mm. into the forest to find his kids so we don't know how further it's going to be to find them uh, or if they can't find them at all da, 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 da. Mm. Um, so yeah so that's kind of like all the major milestones that have happened uh, since our last uh, podcast recording from my end anyway unless you have any that you can think of well my best friend had a baby that's right yeah and another good friend of mine had a baby as well and my best friend who had a baby, her birthday is the same. So it's the 23rd of January. So it's the same day as my mom's birthday. Yeah. Our anniversary. Yeah. And another one of my best friend's niece's birthday. Yeah. So, so special January day. January 23rd. In the States, it's 123. I know here it's 231. In the States, it's yeah. 123. So it's a good birthday to have. It's a nice uh, little number. Yeah, we're staying in hotel room three two two. There you go. Three Very close. We just if we could get three two one, yeah, we'd be we'd be laughing. Um, so uh, yeah, we have a lot of people. A lot of babies. A lot of babies on the way. Ooh. So that's the first one of like of our friends, really. Yeah. Well, one of my students had hers also uh, the fifth of January. So one of my students had hers the 5th of January okay. then a friend of mine from here had hers the 22nd then my best friend since I was 5 had hers the 23rd then I have a friend who's due in March I think Mary and was due in March or I April. have one of my improv group friends uh, due in March as well I believe Claire's due in March and then uh, Patrick my other improv group friend he and uh, his lovely wife Saskia they're due I think in June 
Okay. Um, and then uh, we have, uh, I think we have more than that again, don't we? Oh yeah, Alan. Oh uh, yeah. Who plays in my D&D game. Yeah. He's due sometime this year as well. I can't remember when. Um, possibly May, even. Um, and uh, Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe Patrick's May and, and Alan's June. But uh, either way. Yeah, that way. would make more sense, actually. But, uh, so yeah, so there's, lo- there's loads of this going around. There's an influx of babies. Now, I I, knew, <laughs> I had a few friends before who are who had kids. Yeah. Like Dave, who I play D&D with, he, he's got two lovely kids. They're around 10 and, and 8 or something like that. No, they're younger than that. Are, are they? Oh, yeah. They're more like... Is it seven five and, and five? Six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I think the oldest is seven at the absolute most. I think she's more like six. Oh, okay. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> sorry, guys. Um, I, have, I, haven't, I haven't hung out with them all that much. Because um, I just remember the days when I said that she had the first one. I, I remember the age she, she said she had the first one at, and I know the age she is now, Okay. So that would make the, the first You're six. very good at remembering people's ages. I always ages. remember ages, yeah. Yeah. You love numbers in that yeah. sense. Yeah. I'm terrible at I numbers. I remember ages and birthdays, but I not due dates very well for babies, because I'm not sure. Yeah, well, I suppose it's not as... We don't know when it's going to be, so it's, right. it's, there's so no well, real point in remembering. I'll learn your birthday when you, when you arrive. Yeah, then I'll learn I'm your birthday. I'm not going to learn a possible date that might yeah. or may not happen at the right... Because it's very rarely that people actually give birth on their due date. On dates. their actual due date, yeah. Uh, so what's the point? Like, around that month. Yeah. is what I try and remember uh, so yeah but they, any friends who I knew who had kids had them before I met that friend so right so yeah. I haven't been around for a lot of births I haven't got too many christenings yeah for example well see the thing is so my friend who's who has the niece who is January 23rd I mean her older brother is also my friend Our, they're basically like cousins to me like we grew up together so Keely and Stoney and so I remember when Stoney when Stoney's wife like had the baby 12 years ago like I remember the right. day it was also just a really weird day we found my brother and I found our friend Carl like really high in the park and he had a mental breakdown soon after <laughs> sorry Carl he's fine now he's fine <laughs> but we on our way I thought you were going to say a dead body no the way you the way you lowered your voice so it was a weird day we found like a dead body in the park <laughs> no um, <laughs> no, like our, we found our friend Carl and he was really high and he was really out of it. And then we were like, come on, we're going to go to the hospital because like Stoney's going to have a baby. And then Carl was like, cool, but can we first just like stop at this surf shop and like convince the owner to get high with us? And I was like, this sounds like a great idea. And, you know, Evan's a little <laughs> bit more like, I don't know about this. But Carl and I convinced him. So, yeah, we stopped at this surf shop and got high with this guy. And Carl was giving all these, like, you know, inspirational speeches. And then I remember, so this would have been 12 years ago. So this was, like, early. You and yeah. I have had very different lives. <laughs> so this was, like, early 2007. And I, I remember, because I knew Stoney was having a girl. And I remember being, like, in the hospital so in some waiting room. And I remember a girl who was, like, in her 20s talking about, like, like the upcoming election and just being like I don't I don't think Hillary Clinton should be the president because just like women are just like too emotional <laughs> I was just like I you're a woman it. I was just like I can't believe it like in 2007 yeah well 2007 yeah, yeah. 2017 that shit was still, still happening <laughs> yeah um but yeah so I remember that birth <laughs> okay nice well yeah because you don't have a lot of like I remember like a lot of cousins of mine having kids I went to a lot of co- like cousins christenings mm. for like a period of like a hefty period when I was in my teens mm. but I haven't been to a christening in a long time now what about a we went to Keith's christening oh that's true I had like so I had some nephews and stuff like that yeah but like my okay so here's the thing like my brothers don't have a lot of friends 
It's true. I mean, like, it's true. They'll tell you this. Okay. They don't have a lot of, like, you know, like, friends. And so, uh, like, when they have christenings... Yeah. There's, it's not really, like, this, like, crazy, like, you know... Is it supposed to be? Is a christening supposed to well, be, like, a rager? Well, like, I've been, I've been to ones where, like, it's kind of is a little bit. What? Because, like, a lot of family will come over and stuff like that. And everyone will have drinks to wet the baby's head. Okay. And it can be, like, a big house party, essentially. Okay. If you ask an Irish person, like, you know, like, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, man, I'm going to a christening. Like, and, like, they'll usually tell you, like, Jesus, like, I hope I'm not, like, I'm in work the next day. I'm going to be dying. As if it's, like, a wedding. Kind of, yeah. Like, very much like a wedding. It's treated in the same way. But it's usually done at someone's house? It's usually more of a house party. Okay. God, that sounds, like, fucking fun. Yeah. And, like, we've never really had a lot of that in our family. Like when yeah. I've gone to like my brother's uh, christenings and stuff like that, Keith, the one you went to for Keith's kids, that was, was nice. It was yeah, but it was probably one of the biggest ones. Oh, okay. That like we have in our fa- my direct yeah. family, because like Stuarts were always just like, I was there, and like, Jean's brother might have been there, but that was about it. Well, you know we. We're not going to have a christening because we're not Christian, so we're not going to do that. No. Um, and a, if the and if the public school system tries to discriminate against us because our kid is not baptized, which is a real Catholic, problem in Ireland, then you know I'm gonna have to start some kind of like legal action because that's ridiculous. But we should totally have like a party, like a naming ceremony or whatever. Well, yeah, but we're just not ever gonna have a gender reveal ceremony because no, 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 no. I told you about that guy who like who set a forest fire be- with his accidental gender reveal yes. ceremony. Yes. For our listener, just in case you haven't heard about it, he was like he was going to like have a little box explode with like either blue gas or pink oh gas, depending on whether it was a boy or a girl. And he was filming it to send like as a YouTube video to all his friends oh online. And then he accidentally had too much like fireworks in the box and set a little small f- fire in a, like a bush field. And then it grew into this big, massive, like, forest fire. And he has... So he... I think he had, like, like three million to pay back to the government as, like, you know, damages or whatever. Oh, it's Some of that shit is dumb. Um, but if you, dear listener, had a gender reveal uh, ceremony, good for you. <laughs> um, or a christening. Or a christening. Yeah, no, I just, no like, judgment. You know, I just... Oh, no, well, christening. I mean, I get it. If you're religious, like... Oh, of course, do, do that shit. But, like, we're not Christian. And, like, I just, you know... Ireland is great. I love living here. But I just don't like the fact that... Well, we're that not any religion. Like, like don't, it says it sounds weird. We're not, like, you're not Protestant either. Like, you're Protestant. Protestant is Christian. <laughs> okay. But, like, do you know what I mean? Like, like we're not Jewish either. Like, we're... We're, yeah. li- we're just not religious. Right. Yeah. It just sounds weird. I don't know why. In my head okay. it sounds weird when he's like, we're not Christian. Right. It sounds like very it specific. Like, we're like, something else. We're like, we're shitting on Christians a little bit. Like, we're not Christian. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> no. Not shitting on anyone, but like, we're not religious at all. Right. And right. so it just, uh, the idea that to like get into a public school in Ireland, which because all the be, public schools are have to be baptized. That's like so crazy. Yeah, all the all the schools over here are run by religious orders. So, yeah, like yeah. that's so fucked up to me. Yeah, it is. It's weird. Uh, but yeah, well, so hopefully by the time we have kids and all that hopefully shit comes it'll be around, sorted out. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll change the world by then. Um, but uh, okay, uh, we're gonna wrap it up here, I guess. Yeah. Because Darcy's just doodling on a piece of paper now, so I feel like we've lost her attention. Um, no. 
<laughs> no, yeah, no. I love you. I love you. Uh, I was talking to the listener. Oh. <laughs> no, I love it. I love you, listener. I was talking to you too, baby. <laughs> um, so yeah, folks, uh, we'll be back whenever we're back. I'm I'm not making promises anymore. Um, but uh, until next time, choose wisely. wisely. We said that before. No, did we? We definitely said to choose wisely before. Okay. This is obviously a thing of yours. <laughs> Okay, you go. Yeah, I mean, let's do it again. Okay. Well, we're trying to do it at the same time. We're following one or the other. Don't feel bad pain. Don't feel bad pain? Yeah. Okay. I'm really just following you in these scenarios. (laughs) I should stop doing that. Don't feel bad pain, folks. Please don't.